Daily Dribble. And welcome back to the Daily Dribble podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet. Here joining me, Mr. Lee Hancock. Come on, guys, Lee here. And joining us also, Mr. Roe Hancock. Yeah, nice to be here. The sun's just come up. We are early one. <laughs> we are fit and firing here early in the morning. A little sad day, sad day morning treat. We're, what are we, about 8 o'clock here? How's the energy, fellas? We feeling all right? I still got like I walked in. I still got the sleep in my eyes. So. <laughs> Lee looks so Lee looks so hazy walking in this morning. Looks like it's, it's, it's been one of those, on the session. No, just, uh, not even. It's just one of those day. It's one of the empty days. Not me myself, but I woke up. Phone battery's low. Got in the car. Petrol's on the empty oh, dial. Oh, no lights about to turn on. But um, this is what we're bringing it up for. It can this only go up from here. Absolutely, it? absolutely. It's been a funny old week, hasn't it? Mm. Well, it's been a good week, should I say? Just in the sense for NBA fans all-star weekend it's just come and gone in an absolute blaze of glory yep and that kind of that point serves as almost a little bit of a refresher we had a few days without games so it kind of gives us just a little more wind in the sail to carry us forth towards the playoffs yep, it does on today's show we're going to discuss everything from all-star weekend we'll touch on a few quick odds and ends and then we'll just discuss a couple of points i've just made a few points here i want to get your opinion on mm. from yesterday's games yesterday was the first day that we had games back um, so yeah, lots of, a lot to look forward to on this week's show. Before we get into it though, guys, a big thank you once again, all your continued support. We're just about 1,900 followers on the old Instagram, so we're marching towards 2,000. We certainly appreciate yep. all your continued support there as well. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all the support. We love it. We can't thank you enough. Shout out as well to the cover and the Spotlight Sports Network. Mm-hmm. Stoked to be a part of those two platforms. Big things happening there in the sporting and pop culture podcasting industry. So yeah, excellent, fantastic, life, done all the housekeeping, done all that. Let's get into odds and ends, guys. Probably the biggest point from my in my mind mm. is that Chris Paul, yeah. with a broken thumb, he's set to be out, well, set to be re-evaluated in six to eight weeks. Now, this is kind of quite, I guess, pivotal in the sense that the regular season only has seven weeks to go. Yeah. So how do you think, Lee, was it, were you quite surprised? I know we'll get into All-Star Weekend shortly. But he's still suited up for the All Star game. Yeah. Now, like, granted, he only played with his left hand. <laughs> but is that was that still quite surprising? Um, at, at first, I was like, "Oh, why is he doing that?" But then he, he, I heard he was just coming on to try get an assist, and everyone was aware of it. So, it didn't surprise me once I knew the circumstances. But it kind of makes me reevaluate that question you asked last week. What was it? Will they? That was in my notes. 67 and a half wins. Yeah. Mm. So that changes it a bit because he's <laughs> probably, if you, if, if, this, if there's someone you don't want to go down, it's Chris Pohl. Yeah. Um, he, mm. He's the most vital cog in that Phoenix Suns roster. Um, it's it, like, they're still going to make the playoffs. Um, but Still going to clinch that number one seed. Yeah, you'd, but... you'd expect by them falling off an absolute cliff. But yeah. for yourself, Rode, how did you find this one? Six to eight weeks just to be reevaluated, So it could be longer mm-hmm. that he's out for. It, it could be. And he's an older body as well. So I think the, we should be going with the longer time frame in this case. Um, it's intriguing for mine, though, because we haven't really seen the Suns over the last few years without CP3 for long periods of time. Yeah. Um, he's been a constant and he's been, you know, one of, if not the reason that they've been so impressive over the last few years. So I'm really intrigued to see how they perform without CP3. Um, Devin Booker is going to have to go to another level. I think that just goes without saying. The good thing with the Suns, as we were mentioning last week, though, is that they've got so many guys who can step up and so many role players. And they've done all the hard work early as well, just in that sense of going for that number one seed. They're they're 
Yeah. Like not well for the most part they've pretty well signed it up so they've done all the heavy lifting early which they've is set themselves them. up haven't they do, so, you, yeah. do you think Devin Booker now yep. do you think he could be a case for finishing top five in the MVP voting given you know Ooh. the Suns will have the number one record overall mm. given that he's probably going to put up some massive numbers over the coming few weeks mm. I think from most reports throughout the year he's been top 10 could mm. he make a jump towards the top five do you think I think so. I yeah, think yeah. I checked the ESPN's like ratings this morning. It was about a six or seven. So really, really, sure. it's, it's, and it, that surprised me as well. With CP three down, um, he's going to have to explode. Yeah, I agree. I reckon it's going to be highly dependent on how they go to finish the season. They don't want to be falling too many positions, or else he yeah he won't be in contention. But I reckon if he can bring them home strong, um, he'll be in and around the mark. Another player set to miss a bit of time, Yusuf Nurkic, will be out for four weeks with left foot plantar fasciitis. Now, you know, I'm starting to lose quite a bit of faith in him, as as many are. Um, He's had a torrid run of injuries over the last few years, hasn't been able to find, I guess, consistent game time and consistent performances. So I guess for this Blazers team, they're kind of, they're they're almost fighting too hard at the minute. They're still hanging on to that 10th position. But, you know, what do you reckon, Lee? Throw in the towel? Oh, I've said this whole season, throwing the tower. Should be looking at next season already for the um, Blazers. Don't yep. know what they're doing, to be honest. Throw for yourself. What do you think? Is it time for the Blazers just to, to pack it up, not even bother trying to go for that 10th playing spot? Oh, without a doubt. Because at the end of the day, there's no point them finishing in a playing spot because they're not going to con- they're not going to be contending, obviously. Yep. Um, so I think they have to set themselves up for a, you know, quite a valuable draft pick next year. Would it be good, though, just in the sense that the draft, I guess, lottery, the the odds have kind of levelled out a little bit. Would it be good for players like Anthony Simons, probably in particular, for that young stud they've got to get, you know, it's not going to be playoff repetitions, but get a couple of reps potentially in a playing game in these kind of must-win, do-or-die games? I see what you mean. Um, I, I think it's super important for these guys to experience winning culture. Yep. And you don't want to be stuck in losing culture for too long or else that's when um, these guys start to take off eventually. So I can yes. certainly see where you're coming from in saying that I'm I'm still I'm still sold on the fact pack that they have to pack it up this year. They're not yeah. going to be making any noise. Um, and Anthony Simons, as an example, has got plenty of time um, to be on a winning team in his career. So That yeah. guy's looking like an absolute mm. stud at the minute. He has really come along in leaps and bounds. No. He is... When- Probably almost a candidate, possibly I haven't looked at, you know, the kind of odds or anything of the kind, mm. most improved player. Mm. I think so he's a right. shout? I, absolutely. Um, yeah. I think he's been overlooked because Portland have been so horrendous and obviously all the noise around Dame's injury and CJ yeah. leaving. So I think he's been overlooked, but he's been incredible. We love Party Rock, don't we? We do, yeah. absolutely. Lee, what do you reckon, Drekney, he's a shout? Yeah, I mean, I think he's pretty sim. It's pretty similar. The Dame... Um, Simon's situation is pretty similar to the Steph Curry, Jordan Poole situation and they're around the same age and they're both um, developing at almost the same rate because they've both been outstanding this year. But um, I don't even know who's in contention of most improved, I guess. Tyler Harrow will be He'll up be there. Up there. I reckon Simon's will be up there. Yeah. Paul? Should be up. He there. started the year in yeah. contention when Clay was out, however. Oh, he's yeah. dropped off a little bit since then. Yeah. Uh, I have to have a look at that. that is, mm. That's probably going to be a bit of an interesting race to Jar. finish as well. Jar, Jar will win it, actually, now that I think of it. Yeah. yeah up there in MVP as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and a bit of a signing during the week. Free agent Goran Dragic mm. will join the Nets. Now, it, it surprised me just because of 
how how hard the Lakers were pursuing him. Sound like they wanted him really, really bad. And mm-hmm. well, he's got that of... connection with Steve Nash, which yeah. helps already. Uh, due to this, they'll be waving Javon Carter, who looks set to sign with the Bucks. But yeah. just for the Nets, it just adds to their abundance of riches at the moment. Mm-hmm. They are really, when healthy, an absolutely stacked unit. And just to tie in with another point, mm-hmm. New York sets look will look set to phase out their uh, their vaccine mandate in the coming weeks. Yeah. So we could officially see Kyrie Irving back for home games. That's that's super exciting, and it's something that I guess we weren't anticipating to happen for a little while. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's looking at this stage that his Kyrie... perseverance paid off, hasn't it? Well, yeah, it he has. kind of got it his has. own way. Still gets to play in all the crucial games. Worked out well for him in the end, and <laughs> I think for the Nets, they'll be extremely pleased because they'll most likely have him back full time with the playoffs approaching. So for the Nets, they currently sit. Is it? Eighth, I believe. Mm. Oh, I believe it, eighth. They went down to the yeah. Celtics yesterday. They're on a bit of a mm. hard run at the moment, but still awaiting all their big stars to come back. Now, if they are to finish, say, in a play-in spot, do we still back them as a title favourite? Yes. Even if they start from within the plane? Yep, 110%. I yep. think they've got the highest calibre players on their team sure. um, and as well as the um, depth that we're – Added by Goran Dragic now as well. I think they're every chance, regardless of where they finish. Lee, do you agree with that? Yeah, because they're a completely different team right now. So it doesn't really matter where they finish up going a into the team. going into mm. the playoffs. And pretty much the matter of the fact is, if these guys are all healthy um, for the last seven or so weeks, they're not going to end up in a playing spot. They're going to end up around six or five mark, I reckon. You reckon that top six is looking pretty solid at the yeah. moment? Nah. When does KD come back? When's his expected return? That's a fantastic question. I don't even think he knows. <laughs> That's a great question. One I don't have an answer mm. for you for. But you look at their list. If Kyrie's coming back playing you know, home games in the coming weeks, you add himself, KD, Simmons, Curry, Joe Harris hopefully comes back soon. Like They have just got an absolute wealth of riches. Paddy Mills there as well. In addition to some of these younger, lesser-known players getting more experience and game time mm. throughout the year, should they be needed to call upon in the playoffs, you know, they're kind of ready to go already. So a scary, scary proposition the Nets moving they forward. Indeed. The yep. other side of New York there, uh, the Knicks have agreed with Kemba Walker to shut him down for the remainder of the season. Mm. Just to aid in him working out, getting ready for an upcoming transfer, you would assume, for the 2022-2023 season. Now... How do we feel about this? Do you think this is the right move for both parties or do you think it would have been advantageous to see Kemba continue to play? I don't know. I just I didn't really take this news into account just coming off that news early in the season when they were like, um, Kemba's off the roster for the rest of the season. And I yep. was like, okay. Then he so came back fine. to and starting. Then he came yeah. back. So and he was an Eastern even, Conference Player of the Week. Yeah. So so it wouldn't even surprise me if he came back. I took this news with a bit of with a grain of salt. To I be was honest, but. sort of in the same boat. To be perfectly honest, like I saw this and I didn't didn't really look into it too much. But I think it makes sense because I reckon the Knicks are quite happy to let him go at the end of this season. And I reckon. Uh, what do you guys think though in terms of Kemba? Does he still present value to any team, or is is he over the hump now? Like, is, uh, are we done with seeing anywhere near the prime of Kemba? Obviously, the prime has passed, but can we get value out of him still? It's such a funny one, isn't it? Because he was really the face of a franchise for so long yep. there in Charlotte. And since he's, you know, bounced to, to Boston, to New York, it's really been a downhill kind of 
Well, it's kind of been off a cliff for him since then mm. um, due to injuries, due to form. I'm just trying to run through teams that I think he could work with and it's really... Mm. It, to, it also hurts when, you, a bit of a when you're injury-prone like he is as well. Like I think at full health, he would obviously present some sort of value, but I worry about his injury proneness if that's a word um because he's been on and off the court for large stints the last few seasons well before just that trade deadline and the Mavs got Spencer Dinwiddie I could have seen a world in which Kemba yeah. would have fit in quite well alongside Luca mm-hmm. you know yeah. didn't have as much you know scoring responsibility but you know Kemba's still got great passing mm-hmm. vision and things of the kind just to help mm-hmm. facil- facilitate you know as that other guard alongside Luca so yeah. That could have worked okay. Um, I don't know how that kind of fits now that Dimwitty's there, but um, I, I still think he can provide value to a team, just not on the contract befitting of a superstar. No, no, so, not at Interested all. to see what happens there. The man, the myth, the legend, LeBron James, during <laughs> the week, he has said that he's going to go wherever Bronny James goes. Yeah. Now, this is quite interesting. Um, from all reports, Bronny, you know, early as it is, was expected to be a second-round pick. Um, but mm. I think a lot of teams now are weighing him up as a as a first round pick just to get that other carrot of <laughs> LeBron James over there. Is it, it's it's not not tampering, but it, it, I feel like it's pulling some kind of strings. You know, it's just that un- it, it, it unprecedented. Seems, it seems not legal in the NBA to say that. Well, it looks set. It's you know certainly not a given, but mm. I reckon we could well say as as bizarre as it sounds, LeBron James in OKC. Yep. How's that? With the abundance mm-hmm. of picks they've got over the coming years, in particular, is that the 2025 20, draft that Bronny comes in? Uh, yeah, he's believe. a few years away, I think. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so, you know, with the abundance of riches they have there in draft assets and picks, mm-hmm. could we say, how bizarre would that be to see LeBron James suiting up in OKC? Mm-hmm. During the week, he sang the praises of Sam Presti, spoke of how well they've recruited, you know, mm-hmm. from Josh Giddish, all these other players. Um you know, would that not be an incredible sight? Talk do, about do you it. think it's feasible? Talk about a big three, though. Giddy, LeBron, mm. and Bronny. <laughs> That's, That's unbelievable. Do I think it's feasible? Um, yeah, I, I certainly do. I think they've got the, the picks to make it happen. They can sort of decide their own future, okay, see, at this point. They've well, got, looking at odds, they would be the favourite, wouldn't they, just they'd, based, they'd on, based on how many picks? They'd have to be. That would be incredible. I saw, I saw an interview with LeBron where he said, he would never ever go to the Orlando Magic. Oh. He said oh. he's got PTSD after the bubble, and I can't blame him. But if Bronny gets drafted there, does that change things? Will uh-huh. he be going to Orlando if Bronny goes to Orlando? I tell you what, that's going to be such a fascinating draft. That um, oh. Lee, what do you reckon? Uh, in OKC, uh, I can see it happen. Like you said, it's probably most likable with the picks they have. But what if like? One of these superstar teams gets him. What if, like, a Golden State Warriors or oh, a Milwaukee Bucks got him? Pack her up, I reckon. <laughs> and then yeah. the going over there. Um, That's the end of the league yeah. after that one. Well, another budding star on the rise at the moment, a man I've spoken about extensively, Dyson Daniels. Oh, double D. Um, All-Star Love Weekend. He made an appearance there. But his stocks have risen quite considerably. Per Jordan, Jordan Schultz at Yahoo Sports, mm. um, on his latest board, he had him 24th. After All-Star Weekend, he's got Daniels up to sixth. What? Jesus. So he's really had a bit of a showing out. And, you know, I I keep saying keep an eye out for him. I think I said top five, possibly, look out for. Yep. Um, But his stocks are certainly on the rise. He's starting to turn some heads. And, you know, it's awesome to have, you know, we had a few of the G League Ignite players just having that platform to kind of show themselves. Mm. 
um, over All-Star Weekend. Nothing but beneficial and kind of evidenced by by Daniel's stocks rising there. So are you telling me that Daniels has jumped 18 spots after a few days? That's what I'm telling you. Per, <laughs> per Jordan Schultz. Hey, Jordan, I, I, I reckon you're on the money. I love Dyson Daniels, particularly after you've you sort of picked him up and yeah. noticed him. But um, that's crazy. 18 spots. He's... He's, he's on the rise. He's making He'll be number the one by next year. Yeah, no, I tell you what. Don't worry about Shet Holmgren. No. Dyson Daniels on the Double rise. D. Love this guy. Fellas, do you have anything else from the NBA? Mm-mm. Perfect. I've just got one or two notes here from the NBL. Do you want to shine a light? Normally, a lot of our NBL talk consists of the Tassie Jack jumpers. This week mm. is no different. <laughs> um, I'd be surprised if it was. Well, last week, last Sunday, they beat the Illawarra Hawks 96-86 to 86 in what was an absolutely incredible game just Due to the fact they equaled in league history a record 22 threes made throughout the game. Josh Adams finished 8 of 11, 28 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, but equaled the NBL record 22 threes in a game. In their first season. They absolutely lit up the Hawks. Um, They got a big game against the Brisbane Bullets tonight, followed up by playing the Perth Wildcats on Monday. But just wanted to make note of that. Like It was just an incredible incredible performance and you know as we've said last week doing it without will magna at the moment yeah. really lacking a bit of size um you know you've got players like fabian krislovich um you know a couple of other big hitters here and there but they've got you know this outside talent is just phenomenal it's you crazy adams alongside and steindall Majette. josh majet like they are a force to be reckoned with Possibly a win tonight against, you know, an underperforming Bullets. Nathan Sobey still on a minute's restriction. Mm. Big game against the Wildcats down here in Hobart on Monday night. Um, it's huge. It is huge. So they could be uh, could be climbing up the standings once again shortly. So keep an eye out. Um, and let's see what they can do from behind the arc tonight. We have said this about Josh Adams, though, throughout the course of this season, haven't we? He's not afraid to let it go beyond the arc and... Goodness me, he, and to he be was honest, certainly not afraid the other night. He kind of started the season a little bit slow and it kind of coincided yeah. with the slow start to the franchise. He's finding some really good form now and just is playing with such, such confidence. When he's in a purple patch, oh. he's quite difficult to stop, isn't he? He is. But on, on the other side of that, when he's down in the dumps, he, he's quite hard to watch. But we don't look at that as much as no. his great performances, which obviously he's had a few of recently. I did, did hear per... Um, Jacob Chance, the assistant coach at the Jack Jumpers, we won't be making an offer on Aaron Baines. Um, okay. Unfortunately, it would have been nice to see him down here just to kind of supplement what Will Magno is doing. Just circling back to Bronny, how about a season in in the NBL prior to going into Mate, the big league? Don't worry about the college route. I keep, keep, we keep saying this, don't we? We saw what it did for Lamelo, Josh Giddy. That can't, all these we other can't rule that out. That, that cannot be off the cards. Lee, you're I'm a, ruling it out. No, I was just about to say, you're still kind of working up to the NBL. Would having Bronny in the league, would that get you up and about? Of course it would, but it's not going to happen. LeBron isn't going to let his son not go through a college route. Why know? not? Because of LeBron's But LeBron like, didn't even go through a college route. What did LeBron? What, he, he, he went left through high school. school. Oh, high school, yeah. Mm. So what do you reckon, Lee? Come on. No, it's not going to happen. It'd be fun, but... Yeah, what if we're going down to Tassie though, seeing Bronny? Stop it! My Stop it. I tell you what, they'd have to. They've only just finished the stadium redevelopment, so they'd have to pull it down and make it bigger. <laughs> they would have they? to rejig it because the crowds would be pumping. We'd be having to watch it from the car park, I reckon. Absolutely, mm, Bella's exciting. Odds and ends done. Let's move ahead to All Star Weekend. The Daily Dribble. So it went in an absolute blaze of glory, didn't it? Now mm. I, I can't believe it. It came. It went. 
here we are nearly a week on from the from the fact. Mm. What we're going to do today, though, is just quickly discuss a few of the different points, the dunk contest, three-point contest, all-star game, just give our thoughts on it, how it all went down. Um, we might start, fellas, with the dunk contest. Mm. Now, get it out of the way. that's what I'm thinking. It was um, mm. arguably the worst of all time. I'd say it was the worst. It was the without worst. any doubt. Yeah. Yep. The amount of cock-ups in this was just <laughs> it's just incredible. It really was, you know, the actual completed dunks were ordinary at best. Um so the actual field was Jalen Green, Obi Toppin, Juan Toscano, I can't. Juan Toscano Anderson and who's our other mate? I've just gone blank. Jalen Green. Jalen Green, Obi Toppin, Juan Toscano Anderson and Colin. Cole Anthony, yeah. you see, that just... It was so forgettable. Oh, my... And that just shows where we're at. As soon as that happened, I've tried to forget about it. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought for the first round, Topin's dunks weren't actually too bad uh, as a shining light. The final was Topin against Juan Scarno anderson uh, He did... Juan Scarno anderson I'll just call him JTA. Yeah. He, his first dunk was a 39 against Obi's 45, so it was almost effectively over there. It was. Um, but on the second dunk, JTA didn't even... Put it down. Like he, he had a couple of attempts and missed them all. Yeah. And it was really just, it was ordinary. Did you guys see the video of um, Kareem packing her up early? Uh, I, was, I didn't, but I'm not surprised if you. I think it, it might have been after Jalen Green's dunk. He just turned yeah. away and walked off. Early night for old man. Uh, Obi's, Obi's, Obi's final dunk wasn't too bad. Under the leg, he kissed it off the backboard and dropped it in. Got a score of 47, clinched the trophy off that. Mm. Don't want to talk about this too much, the actual dunk contest itself. Just want to more speak about what do you fellas think we can do to fix this? I don't like, know. What... The, the thing, because the thing with Topin's dunks where they were impressive, like what he was doing, but I'd rather a less impressive dunk and they throw it down with authority, you know, because yeah. that's what gets me out of my seat, hearing the rim rattle. Yeah. That last dunk off the backboard, he pretty much just mm-hmm. threw it in. Um, I, I did quite enjoy that. In fairness, I, I uh, like given it was a pretty low bar that was mm. set throughout the contest. That was probably the highlight out of them. Um, but road, like, so for me, I think for the dunk contest, what they need to do, they need to incentivize it more. There needs agree. to be some form of prize money, and possibly for the like the three point contest, all that as well. Like mm. whether they say it's a million dollar, you know, purse at the end of it or something to incentivise it. Another option, listening to the No Dunks podcast during the week, which they mentioned as well, mm. participants have to be made up of, of players within the All-Star game. That so would make it interesting. If you're in the All-Star game, a prerequisite is that you've got to, you know, have another another moment in All-Star mm. weekend, whether it's the three-point contest, the dunk contest, you know, I you've think, got to double up. Yeah. I think the more likely scenario, in my opinion, is... Some sort of incentive in terms yep. of either a cash incentive or um, also, you know, paying some money to a charity of theirs. Because at the end of the day, we know these blokes are loaded. Um, I don't think a little, even if it's a million dollars, like it's a lot of money to the average Joe Blow, but to these guys, probably not. Yep. If it's going towards something that they're passionate about, I think that might be the way to go. Um, sure, sure. And it will make the league and the players more favourable as well, as opposed to saying I'm only here because of the bag. So um, I'd be only there because of the bag. Oh, we know you would, Nick. But <laughs> I think these guys would be more than happy to dish yeah. it off to a charity. Well, um, okay then. Let's change tunes a little bit. So just during the week, just thinking about this, if you had to create your own dream dunk contest mm-hmm. for next year for entrance, the only kind of 
little rule on it is it can't be players who have been in the dunk contest before. Mm-hmm. It's a tricky one. And I, I, I reckon we might have a few. I reckon we've got a few names. similar names <laughs> Let's here. Let's just rattle off the same. So Miles Bridges, we've all got Miles Bridges. I don't. Are no. you serious? What is wrong with you? Yeah. No. I was I so con- Okay, Jarmarin. We've all got We do. We've, we've we all do. got Jarmarin. Obviously. Uh, okay, I've got Miles. Who okay. Who do you have? So you rip through your four. I don't have four. I've got Jar and Miles. I need that. Two man contest. Bring yeah. out the creative dunks. <laughs> okay, so my four is yep. Zion. Yep, me uh, too. Jar. Me too. LeBron. Me too. Because I think we've just got to see him at least one time. We do, we do. What, even at his age, if he can stay healthy. Who's your four if you're not putting Miles Bridges? Caruso. Oh, yes. He's an animal. He's I an love animal. That. He will come in with intensity. So mm-hmm. he is my fourth entrant. Now, my fourth entrant, I'm just having a second guess here. I'm hoping he hasn't been in a dunk cap contest recently um anthony edwards he hasn't no, he i hasn't. think anthony edwards would be incredible well, I, I nearly had him as, in as well the only reason i didn't is because mm. he said he doesn't, he doesn't have the, he doesn't have the flair for it he's got in-game dunks uh, he has the flair for he's, it. He's got, he's got it he likes dunking on people not he doesn't like because you, you don't see him do too many flashy dunks he just dunks on if people. he likes dunking on people let's get three unlucky participants <laughs> out there just chuck them under the rim and get let him go on. for it detonate on them yeah i'm all for it um so there you go. There were some underrateds that we haven't mentioned. Well, I, think... this, I found this quite hard because a lot of, like, just taking, you know, I was looking at, you know, your Donovan Mitchells, your players mm. like that, but they're all players who have been in it. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd love to see my four go up at it. Okay. Got... Hypothetically, who yeah. wins that one? Uh, I think in you'd your have to say hypothetical Jar. situation. I think, Jar? Yeah, say right Jar. I think it'd be hard to go past him. Mm. Just based on my four, who would you have? Yeah, look, Jar was the first to mind anyway, so yeah. I think he's he's he has to be in one. I hope he doesn't oh, turn yeah. into a LeBron and not feature in any over the course of his career. And we need him to do it before he gets too good. Like mm. if he's you know next year almost an MVP favorite, yep. You know that's when they start to look away from it. So we need him before he gets too good. Mm. Do you know the real problem with the dunk contest though? Yeah, what do you got? The real problem is the fact that Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine have already been in it. The bar Mm. has been raised too high. It cannot be reached. If it's reached, again, it will be the best dunk contest in history. But I don't see it It's hard to come up with new and inventive dunks just for the fact you look at, you know, every dunk contest now has someone jumping over someone else. Yep. It's hard given that Taco Fall's been jumped over already. So anything... You know, anyone shorter than that's almost seen as a downgrade. Absolutely. Um, yeah. it, it, it is hard. I do I do almost feel a level of sympathy that they've got to try and come yeah. up with new and inventive ideas. But yeah. this is my thing. Why do they need to? I don't mind if they throw down a couple old school dunks in, in like the early dunk contest. I'd like that. And they do do that sometimes. I don't know why it has to be different dunks all the time. And it's also how they do Because we it like as bigger, well, we like better, we always want Okay, more. yeah, but you don't remember a... a, a uh, dunk contests and a specific dunk from like a 1995 dunk contest. No one's going to remember any. Anyway. Some people remember the Jordan uh, dunks, the uh, Vince Carter. Uh, yeah, there only, are a few yeah. particular dunks that stand out. How yeah. much does the swagger come into it as well, though? Like, oh, particularly leading up to the dunk. And if you put it down, what was Cole Anthony's about? Just quickly pulling out the chain, putting it on. No, that oh, was Jalen. Oh, uh, Jalen Green. Yeah. And it's some NFT. That was annoying. And then oh, taking no. it off. Like, it, it was just a it was poorly, bizarre, wasn't poorly, it? And, you know, it's hard to build that kind of anticipation and momentum for the yeah. actual live crowd as well when there's so many balls-ups. 
Um, As you know, D-Wade said, it was just a six, wasn't it? The whole contest. The whole contest he was, was the six. best part of the dunk contest, just trashing on it. To be honest, I'm glad they went that route yeah, and just did. embraced bashing on it. Yeah. Because if they tried to kind of... You're you know, like, oh, that was good. That was awesome. Like, JTA is just Mr. Bloody... Just a, a plain dunk. That's <laughs> awesome. Everyone would have been flat. I just love Shaq. I was like... Yeah, Shaq, Shaq summed up what we were all that. feeling. Well, Shaq's seen some of the best dunk contests of all time. We we picture him back when Vince Carter, you know, had that amazing yeah. dunk contest and he had the old school video camera out. So yep. that must have seemed like an absolute pile of rubbish in comparison. Absolutely. Fellas, the three-point contest fared a little bit better. Mm. Um, I'll just rattle through the round one scores, go into the – and then we'll have a bit of a discussion about it. Just quickly, you might need to chuck on the shades in a second. I was going to say, we might have to do something here. The <laughs> early the morning listeners. podcast, we've got the sun shining right through today. It's a little bit bright. Might get my man leaning. Where's it even coming from? Oh, how are we going to fix this? I think I think we might be okay. <laughs> Lee's to the, to the rescue. But, there we um, go, mate. I think you fixed it. Yeah, good stuff. There we go. There we go. Thank you for that. I tell you what, it's making you look extra, extra white. I look today, like isn't an it? extra out of bloody Twilight at the moment. <laughs> Not great. Oh, Twilight. What an incredible movie franchise that was. <laughs> Said no one ever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the three point contest, round one, uh, Desmond Bain, 18 points. CJ McCollum, 19. Really struggled on his money rack. Yep. Uh, Luke Kennard really caught fire in his to finish with 28 in yep. round one. Uh, Levine struggled as well with 14. Paddy Mills, 21. Carl Anthony Towns, 22. Fred Van Vliet had 16 and Trey Young, 22. Mm. So the final round consisted of Trey Young, Luke Kennard and Carl Anthony Towns. Cat yep. was the first cab off the rank. Dropped 29. Yep. Now, that was a pretty phenomenal performance. Trey Huge. followed in behind him with 26 and Kennard as well in equal second with 26. So Carl Anthony Towns, the winner, 29 points. This was the highest ever Final round score, uh, the highest mm. ever score, Steph Curry, 31 points across mm. the whole tournament. Mm. But 29 points, it really, you know, often Cat refers to himself as the greatest big man shooter of all time. Yep. This has helped support that a little more so, yeah, hasn't it? It has. Oh, it made it so much better as well, the fact that he had the lowest win, the lowest odds to yeah. win the three-point contest. And it also just solidifies the fact that he's one of, the best um, big men in the game at the moment because he yeah. can do a bit of everything. He's he can. he's elite inside and he's also shown that he can light it up from outside the arc, which I think as a big man in today's game, you need to possess. Um, but it was it was so good to watch that. Did you enjoy the three-point contest as a whole this year, Lee? Um, I mean, it would have been better <laughs> if Steph was – he would have just taken it away again, though. But, um, yeah, I did love I, – I loved the ending, just to see a big man in general win the three-point contest. When do you ever see that? Never, really. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it, it does solidify that he's, he's, he's probably the best big man shooter in the game today, all time questionable maybe but definitely in today's in terms game, of pure so. big men like we look at like kd he's a big man but he's not a he's not classified as big man yeah dirk as well yeah um but uh yeah he's he's one of if not the best big man shooter in the game today it was quite surprising though wasn't it just as you know still battling a little bit with injury but how mm. poorly levine did how i thought fred would struggle a little bit just he's better with a little more time to kind of wind up and line things yeah, up, whereas yeah, this kind yeah. of quick release isn't really his strong point. Mm. Um, but, you know, the Lukey Kennard in that first round, he was lights out in the second half of it. Yeah. Just quickly, though, how do you guys feel about the Jew ball? Like that three-point three ball, is it? three points, there's three. two in each each round. Do you, do you like that concept? 
I think at the end of the day, it's just an advertisement, though. Oh, it is. It? Like, oh, it yeah. is. One hundred percent. Like one hundred percent gimmicky, but it, it I, is I feel gimmicky. like they've almost stepped it in a bit. Like I, I, I swear, over the last year or two, I was a little bit further it's back. It's been a bit deeper, hasn't mm. it? It yeah. felt a bit like I don't know if it was just my eyes playing tricks, but it felt a bit closer this year. Yeah, mm. might need to get the steps out there, see how many steps back it yeah, was, yeah, because yeah. I, I, I agree, it looked like it was a bit more achievable this year. But um, for me, like. When I went over to the um, States, I was so surprised to see how far back even the three-point line yeah. was, let alone the Jew ball. So I would have been doing a full-court heave to get up there. Where would you guys have your money rack? Ah, God, money rack would be, um, it'd be left-hand side, like, diagonally, you know? Okay, yep. So yeah, not so, in the corner on the diagonal. Yeah, yeah yep. mine would be on the right diagonal it, as well, I reckon. Yeah, I'm... I'm yeah, I know this is hard. I was thinking like left corner, but I'm almost thinking either where you were mm-hmm. at lay on that kind of that left diagonal or straight straight from the top. Straight from the middle. Um, oh, straight just, from the top. That's keen. Yeah, it's just so I've got the ability to bank it in as well. <laughs> yeah, a oh, I don't mind that. Just yeah, to give myself a I tell you what, it's been a while since we've hit the hit the courts, fellas. We yeah. have to start putting some. On that note, up. go watch it. We have a YouTube video, I can't oh, remember what it's called. Don't watch it. It's a three point. Time. Us guys can beat in a three-point contest. I'm not going to tell you who wins. There's a punishment at the end. Search up the daily dribble, I don't know, three-point, and it'll probably come up. Excellent. Thanks for that. Jeez, Rose. <laughs> well, yeah, you might need to sort me out here. Put that down a bit. Where? Uh, the, the, other, the other blind might be might be the one to go. Yeah, just this one over here. Yeah, we're having... Sorry for our audio listeners out there as well. This, the sun is absolutely... Blo- oh, there we go. That, there we go. Now we're in business. I can see I tell you what, how good is the lighting on this episode? I was about to Whoa. get the Ray-Bans out. Good <laughs> Bellas, stuff. We had the uh, the skills challenge as well. Yep. Now, it was a bit of a new format. The Team Cleveland won this one against mm. Team Ernst Kumpo and Team Rookies. Rookies. Yep. Um, so a compromise of a shooting aspect, a passing drill, the relay round, mm. and ended with the with the two, I guess, final teams mm. in a, uh, a half-court shootout. So in the half-court shootout, it was uh, the Cavs against the Rookies. It took the Rookies 9.9 seconds to make a half-court shot. Cade Cunningham banked it in. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cavs did it in 5.5 seconds off Evan Mobley. So yeah. they took out the competition. How did you guys like this format? So, you know, as opposed to just a normal skills mm-hmm. challenge done by the individual, um, kind of a knockout competition, just of that kind of that relay, did you enjoy this team format, having a couple of different mm. components to it? Yeah, I enjoyed it very much. So actually, definitely compared to the ones we've had in the years before. Yep. Um, you kind of, I, I kind of just remember whatever once a bonus one. Last year, ev- was it? Was it last year, the year before? Everyone in it was just like smiling and just dawdling around. It's like, yeah. shut, just stop. Like, yep. who, who are you trying to impress? Who are you, yep. Why are you trying to look cool and stuff, you know? This uh, one. I'm with you there, 100% yeah. across all Star Weekend as a whole. I'm oh, glad uh, you yeah. mentioned that. But this one, um, it actually felt like they were trying. Um, yep. I, I just love seeing Giddy out there, to be honest. Oh, yeah. but, um, that was a highlight. No, um, I, I, I really liked this format this and year. I, I think with the All-Star Weekend, what we've seen over the last few years and what they've done, obviously, with this is continue to evolve it, continue to change it, keep it fresh. Because after a little while, people start to get sick of certain things. And I, I feel like most years, the Skills Challenge is one of these ones that people just look past. Yeah. Um, I was intrigued this year regardless because our man Giddy was in there. Um, but I think if it was just a normal skills challenge a la every single other year, yep. um, it wouldn't have been as exciting. So, yeah, I do like the mixing it up. And that's why I don't mind the Jew Bowl saying the three-point competition, as gimmicky yep. as it is and it's just for pure marketing, having these little 
little things just to increase the excitement. I, I loved the format. Yep. I thought it was awesome just to have a few different components to it. I, to be honest, I didn't even mind the finish having a half-court half heave oh, as, as a deciding yeah, factor. Don't mind that. Um, yeah, likewise, I loved seeing Giddy on that passing passing side of things was mm. just electric. Um, really, really enjoyed it. Just, do you think this will stick now, this kind of format, or do you reckon they'll go back to just the normal relay format? Uh, it was successful, so it'll stick yeah, um, and, and, until it becomes stale. I, I will say, and we'll tie that in as we move ahead to the rookie games, I, I quite like the way the league did it this year, just changing the formats, just because it it, it does grow stagnant, the All-Star yeah. weekend a little bit. You know, We love seeing some of the top-tier talent all coming together under one roof. But just that almost lack of care, the lack lack of intensity sometimes detracts from it. Yeah. So having yeah. these new formats sure. actually helped, I think. Uh, on the rookie games, new format consisted of four teams, all with kind of an Elam ending um, for the opening two rounds. So we had uh, Team Isaiah beating Team Worthy. Mm. So the opening round was to 50 points. Uh, team Isaiah won this one 50 to 49. Uh, team Barry beat Team Peyton 50 to 48. Mm-hmm. Those two teams met in the final with the final to 25 points. Team Barry winning this one 25 to 20. So, just on this, fellas, the four team concept, did you enjoy that as well with the target score? Look, um, now that I think back on it, not really. I can, just because I didn't really keep up with it. Um, and I think it was because it was a bit too complex. There was a fair too many games going on. I, do, I didn't Too mind. complex. I th- oh, how many games did they play? Like three? So there was only... There was three games. Yeah, I, I don't want to watch three games. I want to watch one game. <laughs> Got Why? a short attention span. I don't know. Yeah, I like and I like seeing all, like, uh, just a full team of rookies, you know, in like half and half, not not split up into what would have been like six. I don't know. Mm. Well, well, it's, yourself, it's, did you it's, enjoy it? I actually didn't mind it, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, I think it, it was very reminiscent of um, the All-Star game, just in terms of the way they played to begin the game. Not much intensity. It sort of looked like a bit of the All-Star game of old mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, the closer they got to the you know, yep. the winning score, the more they took it seriously and the better product it was overall. Absolutely. Um, liked seeing the young players out there, to be honest, like all of them in the one place. It just showed how good of a hands um, the league is going forward. So... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, didn't mind it. What about you? I loved it. I mm. thought it was wicked. I like the idea of going to 50 to 25 for the final. I'm with you. I thought, you know, after the first few points, once they got to that 20 to 30 mark, mm. the intensity picked up a heap, which was awesome. Uh, mm. I quite enjoyed the concept. It was good to get a look at a few more players. Um, just quickly, I'll pose this to you then. Did you enjoy, you know, having the rookies, having the sophomores, and having a few G League Ignite players, like I, I kind of enjoyed the fact that they went that route. Mm. Yeah. You know, more eyes on players like Dyson Daniels. You know, mm. I, I, I quite enjoyed the way they, they went about it. I agree. Again, yeah. it's it's just a matter of mixing things up, chucking yep. a few things differently, even if it's a few G League players. Because the Did... rookie game grows stale, doesn't it? Like, yeah. was it was it last year or the year before? Last no. year, where they had Ja Morant, Zion. And it literally down the end, there was no consistency. It turned into a dunk contest. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, that's right. Yeah. I, as cool as it was, I hated that. Yeah. It's just you know, at least this brought a little bit of intensity to it. I think yeah. I just like um, I, I was a bit turned off it as well because I like having one team to pick out of two teams. Yeah. I don't want to pick one team out of six. Teams. Goodness, there's only it. four teams, mate. 
four teams, yeah. So that- one out of four, and you can really root for your team to make it through the first round to get through the yeah. fi- to get to the final. Maybe I'll give it another chance next year. Something that stood out massively to me though was yep. imagine the glove as your head coach. Did anyone see that, the glove on the sideline? That no. guy has not lost an ounce of intensity. How passionate is he? And I love to see and it. That's it was awesome. so good. It was that's so good. wicked. Um, he he's a he's a goer still, isn't he? Oh, he is absolutely. And that's what you want to see over All Star Weekend. So you know, slightly intimidating, I would I would guess as a player, but awesome to have that level of care factor still. Get him into a head coaching role asap, I reckon, or even absolutely. an assistant coach. He would give you that rev up. That's for sure. My word, he oh, would. Yeah, fellas, let's move ahead to the big dance, the All Star game. Mm. LeBron, no, let me start it. Oh, let me. Start oh, here we go. It. Here what we do go. you got? I thought. Shaka Khan's national anthem was bad. Oh. Did we see Macy Gray's national anthem? These guys can't can't catch a trick. Yeah, ordinary. Won't lie. <laughs> it's got nothing on uh, Nick's favourite, Demi Lovato. Oh, hey, Nick. She's got pipes. It's, it's, yeah, it's, she's it's, got it's pipes nice. for days. It's almost tradition to just trash on the national anthem singer because they're, they're always so terrible. They're always such a shame put... because how, like, I keep saying this. I've said this multiple times. Mm. Our our national anthem here in Australia sucks. It's awful, you know? isn't it? I find I feel like when I hear the US one a lot more, I just want to stand up and put my my hands right here. <laughs> uh, I find yep. it a lot more impactful, a lot more powerful. You know, you just want to play ball yeah, when you hear yeah, the end of it. You know, Star Spangled Banner is an absolute fire up tune. Actually, we've got a game today for soccer. I might just hit that on the old <laughs> repeat beforehand. But... The thing is, they're always trying to like do some alternate version of yeah, it, like trying do it too to much with it, like alter their voice and try to yep. make it like unique. Give yep. me, give me good old classic Star Spangled, and I'll be happy. So we've had you Bert... want a Demi Lovato rendition too, don't you? Ah, uh, it'll be better than Shaka Khan and Macy Gray. Okay, who's the worst out of the Fergie? Macy Gray, Shaka Khan. They are three of the worst all-time I'll give it to Shaka Khan. Yeah, Shaka Khan's was almost that was, like that was comedic. Brutal. It was inaudible, comedic. wasn't it? It was, was shocking. Didn't know whether to laugh or cry. <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh, dear. On the actual anyway, game the itself, game. <laughs> go ahead. Team LeBron, the GM, as he's been referred to, is now 5-0 and as, you know, captain of the All-Star game. Yes. He is just – he picks some unbelievable teams. Yeah. It's really quite fascinating how – he can get the best team every single go around. Mm-hmm. They won the game 163 to 160. Iconic, iconic ending. LeBron yes. with the fadeaway in yep. Cleveland. Uh, one-legged fadeaway to win it. Steph, MVP in this one, dropped 50 points, yep. went 20 or went 16 of 27 from three. Um, an incredible, incredible performance from him. That was re- like what do you what do you say about this guy? Like, I think that pretty much ended his shooting slump. Yeah, I think that's well and truly over. 16 to 27 from three. He, just, like, he was just on video game mode. Like mm. he, he, When he put it up, you're like, all right, it's going in. But just, just the one, I think it was like just before the logo, he oh. shot it. And it was, wasn't even on like the downward trajectory. And he, turned, he looked at Trey It's such a, such a sick move, isn't it? Mate, like it if you're that good that you can turn away, like... As LeBron said after the game, he's just, Steph's just one of those guys who, regardless of where he's shooting from, it, you think it's going in as soon as it leaves the hands. And on that night, I reckon that's, that's pretty much what happened every single time as well. Dropped 50 points. A little bit of trivia for you fellas. Who has dropped the most games ever in an All-Star game? Points in a game. Yep. Um, oh, points in a game. Um, most points in an All-Star game. Steph got very, very close. 
Oh, so Steph had 50, right? Yeah. Okay. Who had more than I'll, that? I'll put a feel as I'll say MJ. I'll give you a clue. It was 52 <laughs> points. 52 so points. So not a, what error was it? Yeah, give oh, us a little give, bit. Do you want me to give you the year? It was yeah. 2017. Oh, jeez. Oh, that wasn't long ago. Jeez. No. Um, who was that? Was that? Who wasn't? Russ, was it? No. no it wasn't Russ. AD. A, a who? AD. Yeah. Oh, you got it. AD. AD. AD dropped 52 in 2017. Okay. Steph got awfully close there, but, you know, what a phenomenal, phenomenal performance. Um, what I loved, my kind of main takeaway was I loved seeing guys like Embiid and Giannis really play hard. Yeah, you know, yeah, this yeah. that's, to be honest, I don't care if Steph drops 50 or whatever, LeBron has a fadeaway. I just want to see guys play hard. Yeah, so do I. Because like, when you've got that level of talent on the floor, you want to see who the best to the best is. Yeah. And then they're not going to play as hard as they did in old All Star games because they went hard when you had like AI and when you had Jordan. They they just went harder than we go today in the All Star game. Yep. Um, but the thing with this new format is you're guaranteed a competitive fourth quarter, exactly. which which is which is the first. Good. The first half was pretty ordinary, I guess. Things really started to pick up in the mm. third, and by the fourth, it was it was all action. Um, do you feel as I, I believe it has? I think this Elam ending has really saved the All Star game because again, it was yep. a product that had grown quite stale, especially by the lack of care. Um, but I think just in the last couple of years since this has been introduced, has been a game changer for the All Star game. It's reinvigorated it, hasn't it? It's like as you said, it was sort of at the point where even though the All Star game was obviously going to continue going forward, um, it was just getting boring, and it was yeah. like. A, like was. prime examples of even though it was funny at the time, we think back to when like I think it was Giannis coming full flight down the floor and Steph, you know, laid down on just in front of yeah. him. That's the like even though that was quite funny at the time, you look back and you go, "Geez, it's probably not a great look." For <laughs> it just, game, it just it? annoys me. Like it, <laughs> it was funny. Though. It was <laughs> it funny. Was, it was, was a meme. Yeah. But still. Anyway. So do you, you you guys are on board with this? Format? It saved it. Yes. here to stay. Yep. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Anything else you guys want to mention from All Star Weekend? Um, Overall, out of ten, what would you give it? You know, all aspects of it. God, what how grade? much did the dunk contest bring it down though? That's a few it. points. Oh, look, overall it was probably uh maybe a six or a yeah. seven, I reckon. Yeah. If the dunk contest was better, I might have taken it up to maybe an eight. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, that was a that was a blight on that whole whole weekend in my opinion i would say oh, 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 i need geez. to say something I, to I just Whoa. i just remembered Head how annoyed off, by this i was i know i was the 75th like player anniversary yes. thing yeah but that half time went longer than the game i swear oh, i was actually i forgot to mention that like you you didn't enjoy that no no seeing all these legends no uh, oh yeah i no, i did enjoy that but i yeah. didn't enjoy how long it went for you just wanted to sort of Snapshot, get them all out there, get them all off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was actually one of my highlights to be. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty awesome um, seeing all those legends together. Highlight for oh. me was seeing um, MJ and Rodman, MJ and LeBron, and yep. also seeing the big three in Boston back together, Ray Allen, KG, and Paul Pierce. Yep. Yep. Don't know if they were just smiling for the camera, but it was it was quite cool to see them back after they've fallen out. Tell you what, Rodman's just a different animal, isn't he? Mm. Like, he, he just changed. doesn't care. He like even the way. Everyone dressed looking pretty smart, and that guy, like, <laughs> he's just a freak still. Yeah, yeah uh, Imagine partying back, like, with him back in the day. Unbelievable. Would have you survived, Nick? I don't think so. No. Um, you know, I've I've never been a real big party goer, um, and I think even less. Come so, on. 
Come on. I think even less so now. I think now, like, it'd be one night and that would yeah, be the end of me. Be in uh, Vegas. Yeah, in, uh, yeah. Might be staying. Danger. Danger. Bella's All-Star Weekend. Six. I, I say, I, I say six. six. I say, I'll say seven just because I like the new formats. Mm. I hope a lot of them stay. As like you, Ro, I would have mm. said eight to a, maybe not a nine, no. probably an eight. But the the dunk contest yeah. was horrific. So what do you what do you reckon? Just quickly, and this might be a little bit irrelevant, but I I'm a no. huge one for bringing back the game worn jerseys yeah. during the All Star game. Yeah. I think if they're going to improve it going forward, and also just bring back a bit of nostalgia, I reckon. Please. Just bring back the game worn jerseys. Ditch the All Star jersey. Yep. Don't need it anymore. I don't well, know why I'm they don't because yeah. it's so evident that the fans want that, and it's yeah. a it's a it's a thing built for the fans. Um, I don't know why they haven't done that yet. But. I will say just quickly on the dunk contest. Last point. You know, when you hit rock bottom, the only way is up, isn't it? So mm. I, th- I truly I hope that, that last year when Anthony Simons and Obi Topin was in it. Well, this this when, was when, it couldn't when, go any worse than this year, could it? No, it no. Surely couldn't. So next year is going to be nothing but positive on that front. Wouldn't so. surprise me if they. Could they get rid of it? Would they? No. I, I've heard like I've I've heard people want to get them to introduce like a one v one thing, which is now that would amazing. be sick. Yeah. I would be all on board with that. Yeah. I, I just don't know what would deter people from going in it. I'm sure there's something, but I'd love to see that. Pride getting yeah, hammered in a one v one. That would that would do it. Yeah. Fellas, let's move ahead. The Daily Dribble. Normally we do the week that was from the NBA. We're going to do just quickly a couple of points from the day that was. Yesterday in particular, yep. saw the return of NBA games. Just a couple of quick points here that we can touch on real quickly. Mm-hmm. Now, do you guys believe any other year, any other year you could look back over the last probably 20 to 30 years, DeMar DeRozan would be an MVP favourite. Without a doubt. He dropped 37 points, six rebounds and three assists yesterday as the Bulls beat the Hawks 112 to 108. They were down late in this one. Couple of big, big plays from Demar there. Had the two point, just living in the mid range. Had an end one and really put the game to bed. Like he would be honestly a, a favorite pretty much every other year, wouldn't he? He would. And I, I know you said just just last game, but I took a screenshot of his like last nine games. Can I just uh, read them out real quick? Yeah, please. Go for it. And this is points. 31, 45, 38, 36, 35, 38, 40, 38, 37. Like, what's what's going to cool this guy down? Because he's absolutely piping hot right He's now. playing next-level basketball. Yeah. Like, he's phenomenal. And it's just, you know, Giannis Embiid and Jokic are just having career years. So it really is almost taking away from what DeRozan's doing. But he's just a certified killer at the minute. Where is he on, like, ESPN? Uh, I, I think fourth. He'd have to be. I I think it'll be hard for him to go much higher, but any other year he would be probably the pick. Uh, Loving what he's doing there. So um, as well with Levine still out, expect him to put up those big numbers. Worst mistake I made this year in our fantasy league (laughs) was getting rid of him. Uh, Certainly regret that one. I picked him up. He was all right. He's been good. Dumb. He's loved Uh, his time over at my team. That's for sure. He He likes a fresh change. Yeah. Uh, Rose, speaking of you and your boys, the Celtics are rolling. They beat the Nets yesterday, 129 to 106. Won nine out of their last 10 games. Sitting sixth in the conference at the moment. Mm. And saw just from a couple of reports over the last week or two that they're 
one of like the championship favourites now uh, of making it out of the East as well. Like, <laughs> Who would have thought after the start to the season that they'd be considered a championship favourite? But are, um, are you sold on them? Um, am I sold on them against the very, very best teams? I would say no, in all honesty. In a, um, in a power rankings in the East then, yep. who would you have above of them? Ab- above of above, uh, above of them. Above, them. Um, above who, them. Who would I have? I'd have uh, Milwaukee. Yep. Uh, at the, this is at their absolute best. Milwaukee. Yep. I think Brooklyn Nets are their best will be would beat us. Yep. Um, Miami Heat. Yep. Um, Philly. Um, who else Bulls. are we missing at the moment? Bulls. I reckon the Bulls would take care of us. And yep. then I reckon we're about... Yeah, the next best team there. Um, above the Cavs or on par? Above the Cavs. Above the Cavs. Yep. The Hornets yep. probably take No, no mate, they've gone off a no, cliff lately. <laughs> they, have, they have a tendency of just finishing the season absolutely god all. They, they do. Because <laughs> they were like in oh, a real no. good position last year and they yeah. found themselves in the plane, didn't they? Yeah. They yeah. have gone off a cliff. Yeah. It's such a shame as well because there was so much excitement around them. You know, they could, mm. yeah. Yeah, they're not making the playoffs. So they're not going to be legitimate contenders for playoffs until they get a legitimate big man. 100%. 100%. How, how are you feeling about your contract, Lee? Good. No, Good. I still love the yeah, you well, haven't crumbled it, it up. still no. should get in the plane, whereas with the Wizards, they're not making the no. plane at all. Um, just on the Celtics, though, I'm kind of with you. I see that the five, that, that kind of big five ahead of them. Mm. I see them on about par with the Cavs for as good as they've been as yep. of late. I'm not 100% sold on them yet. Um, but certainly, you know, they've had a phenomenal run as of late. Mm. Uh, loving the way they're playing. As we said last week, the ball's popping more now. Defense. You know, defense is on point. So really excited about that. Uh, speaking of the Cavs, having no Levert, having no Garland, mm. hurt them yesterday. They went down 106 to 103 to the Pistons. Ooh, Cade yeah. Cunningham dropped 17 points, six rebounds, six assists. Not a great loss coming back after All-Star Weekend. Doing it, you know, had a couple of big names out in that one, the Cavs, but, you know, not a great look for them. Not a great look. Um, you have those little blights on your season, don't you, like little blips from time to time. Yeah. Um, so I don't think it's panic stations by any means, but it certainly wasn't wasn't a great look. But Detroit, on the other hand, they they looked actually quite quite promising. Quite competent. Yeah, There's you... excitement there, isn't mm. there, just in the sense in the next few years they've got some good pieces Lee, do you think Detroit could be? Oh, maybe in the next seven or so years, but I don't think in the next one to three, no. You don't think in the next, say, let's say, let's, okay. Uh, let's well, say right. in the next, what are we now? Excluding this year, in the next three seasons, will Detroit make the playoffs? Yes or no? Mm, I'm going to say no. Three seasons, I'll say no. Um, in saying that, um, I'm not surprised these days when these God awful teams turn, around. turn it around because we've seen it over, particularly over the last few years. Um, Cleveland, yep. New York Knicks, even though they're back to being usual selves uh-huh. um, yeah. this year, but you, you can't be surprised as an NBA fan when these teams turn it around after yeah. one or two years. So, I mean, I'm saying no, but I don't. I'm not 100 percent ruling it out. What about you? I'm going to say yes. Yep. I'm going to say yes. Okay. I think. If they get another one or two pieces from the draft, or uh, they've got pieces to make a trade, um, you know. <laughs> sorry, pardon me. Um, Cade You're Cunningham right. is a star. Like he's started the season slowly, but he's certainly building now. Yep. Getting Bagley as well. Bagley's. I think this Sadiq could Bay, really serve as a point to kind of transform his career. Mm. As you said, Sadiq Bay. Mm. Uh, I'll say yes. Okay. Yep. I don't think they'll make a guaranteed playoff spot like a top six. I mm. think they'll 
somehow find themselves within a play-in and possibly jag a win. That's so I'll, I'll, I'll say yes. That's my bit. If they're getting to the play-in, they're not beating whoever's in the play-in, in my opinion. In three, Although, even anything in can happen years. in one game. Yeah. Anything can happen. Unless they're coming up against the Hornets, in which case, yeah, they'll take care of you. No, yeah, no, well, no. There you go. <laughs> well, I know for you and I, Lee, we've got a big six to seven weeks coming up for the regular season now. Yeah. Our team's in disarray at the moment. We're going to get things back on track. No AD for us Lakers. Um, ridiculous. So a lot relying on LeBron. Often we see Westbrook start to turn things on at this point mm. of the season. So hopefully he can uh, you know, find that form once again. Uh, but a lot of work to do. It all starts today against the Clippers. So hopefully they can get their season back on track. Absolutely. Fellas, yeah. been a massive instalment today for the Daily Dribble podcast. Uh, just before we wind it up today, yeah. um, I just I just want to mention something to you guys. Now, over the last few weeks, we've been mentioning a lot about Manscaped and we've been mentioning our favourite products, which coincidentally is all of them. Um, the, 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 they've got a huge range of, um, really incredible products, but there's one in particular that we've been discussing over the last few weeks. Now, this is the um, ball deodorant. Now, we've been mentioning over the last few weeks that this should be made into a deodorant if it hasn't already, um, yeah. because it's absolutely incredible. Um, so, what I might just do? Do you want to just hold that for me? Yeah, mate. Look, I'm I'm a man of I'm a man of innovation, so I might just pop it pop it under the neck out. I'm going to be smelling great oh, neck, for, yeah. for the foreseeable future. Thank you, Nick, for that. Um, it's you're a sicko. Just smell my neck. Just smell okay. it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty good. good. It's it? pretty good in uh, fairness. Look, the ball deodorant is absolutely incredible. Um, it, usually, it doesn't go there, but it smells that good that it probably can. The whole yeah. scent that Manscaped offers, like I got during the week, the foot spray. The foot, yeah. How I, are your feet? I, I ordered the foot spray; it's phenomenal stuff. Yeah, it really is. This whole scent that Manscaped's put together, whether it goes on your balls, on your neck, as Rose just done here, now, on your feet. So this one, this one here, the the ball deodorant crop preserver. This one's the Batman. This one here, this one's the Robin. They, these go te- like hand, hand in hand. hand. They're absolutely incredible. Just have some of that. Smells smells great, doesn't I it? I love it. Now I love it so much. If you want um, 20% off these I think products. just quickly, that's my favourite because not only does it smell nice, it's real refreshing. Mm. Oh, I know. You can spritz it on your face. It, if you it's really it's like it. such a, like, I don't want to be that guy, but it's such manly. a manly, woody, spice smell. It, it, it it's is. really mm. good. And not spices in like oriental. It's not like. It's not oregano. It's, it's <laughs> but I, I know what you mean. I got what you mean. Now, if you want to get 20% off this, dribble 20 down here, put it in. Um, it's such a good investment. Um, you're going to just improve the way you smell, the way you feel. We've been saying this over the last few weeks, haven't we? They, you smell great, you feel great. If you like, if, for example, if you walk around and you're smelling terrible, if you've got terrible BO, or whatever the case might be, you're self-conscious and you feel shocking. And but nothing it's worse than smelly balls, though. Hey, it's absolutely. And if you chuck some of this around it, I tell you what, you'll be feeling really good. Um, my favourite products by far, I would have thought, particularly that bowl deodorant. That code right there, Dribble20 for 20% off and free shipping, guys. Yep, love that. Oh, I love oh, it. Good one. I love it. Manscaped, hooking us up once again. I, but honestly, the foot spray, I got it during the week. The package came and I was like, oh. The package just sells it. it? And it's great. It's great just to freshen up. You know, often, uh, no, we're on our feet all day, aren't we? And mm. we kind of re- mm. don't realise how smelly they kind of get. Um, mm. So it's good to have something there to freshen them up with. Love that. Lads, massive episode today. Ball is now back after a bit of a layoff there. I tell you what, just quickly, 
It makes you like I'm. I'm starting to dread. You know, when this back end of the season now, playoffs mm-hmm. coming up. I'm starting to dread what life's going to be like when bowls over again. Mm. Just having a couple of days without games on it was really, you know, oh, what do I do with myself? I've actually got to be a human being and talk to people again. Yeah, that's that's incredibly uh, incredibly sad thought, isn't it? But you know, I feel like regardless of if the season's on or not, there's still plenty of happenings in the NBA. It's Absolutely. a game that never stops, um, which is why we love it so much. So, yeah, let's not think about that for the time being, though. Guys, big week of basketball coming up. Enjoy. You know, you know the march towards the playoffs. We're certainly looking forward to it. A lot of action happening. Be sure to stay up to date with all of our socials for when the latest news breaks. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, we certainly, as we've said, appreciate all the support. Use that code, the link in our bio, Manscaped 20, oh, the Daily Dribble 20, should I say. Dribble uh, 20. Dribble 20. Come on, Nick. Oh, Come mate, on. It's still Dribble early 20. here. Oh. Dribble 20 for 20% off, and we'll talk to you next week. Till then, love you, bye.